is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11. And as I look out this window here, beautiful blue skies, this is the time of year to be out in that nice car cruising around, maybe take the convertible top off or roll it back or however you move your convertible around or whatever kind of car you have is just nice to be out, especially if you've got a classic or something like that. So it's beautiful outside. And of course, we've got Barrett Jackson going on. So you're up in that North Scottsdale area. Boy, you're going to see the cars out. And if you can get into Barrett Jackson, that is quite the event to go and look around. It's really, really neat to see everything going on up there. So that's something I encourage you to do. If you're out looking for something to do, and maybe you've been to Barrett Jackson this week, do you have a favorite car? I'd like to hear about it. Let's uh, call in if you've uh, have one up there you really want. Like for me, I don't know. It's the it's the high end Porsche GT twos, GT threes. They've got a Spider ninety eighteen Spider, a Carrera. It's really cool cars. I could never even fathom. I could even pay the sales tax on one of those. But uh, really neat stuff out there. I really like the Lincolns, the old black Lincolns with suicide doors. There's some of those. So anyway, a lot to do this weekend with cars. And speaking of your car, anything going on with your car? Any kind of problems you're having? Question you need some advice about that oil change or what am I supposed to do, whatever I'm supposed to do, or they gave me this huge list after I went in for the recall. We can help you figure out and prioritize those things and explain any of those types of repairs for you today. So 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. So a lot of questions, not questions, I should say. A lot of people come into the shop. We're going to talk about wheel alignments today. Wheel alignments, tire balancing. But remember, just because I'm talking about that, it's your show. You can call us and ask any question you want. It doesn't have to be about wheel alignments. So we get a lot of people that come in. They're at the counter. and We're talking to them or maybe even calling to schedule an appointment. And they will say, I need to get an alignment. Okay, great. We can schedule that. And then we say, well, why? What's happening? Explain to us, you know, because when you say you have a leak, we have to, you know, what color is it? We have to get as much information. So we're going to ask you what's happening. And a lot of times people say, ah, it's got to shake when I'm going 45 or 55. Well, that is not an alignment. That's a tire balance issue. And then oftentimes when people aren't, are not asking for alignment, but we identify that they need one, they'll say, oh, I'll just take a discount tire. That's where I get my tires. Discount's an awesome place for tires, but they don't do mechanical work. They don't do alignment. So that's not a discount tire thing. So that's a, if you have a shake or a little shimmy, you know, that 45 up to 65 mile an hour range in there somewhere, and sometimes you can drive through it, it, it's smooth and it gets shaky and then it smooths out again, that very well could be a tire balance issue. Unless you've got a big problem in the front end, and it's an older car usually. They, we used to call it the death wobble in Jeeps and stuff like that. That's a serious shake, and you know the difference. That's, that's not a tire. I mean, the whole car looks like it wants to throw you out of it, and you're hoping you get pulled over as fast as you can when that, when, that, when that starts happening. So that's your tire balance. So an alignment, a symptom of an alignment, the one that you're going to feel mostly is going to be the vehicle pulling or drifting. So a pull is if you let go of the steering wheel and it will just change lanes very quickly, very short distance going down the highway on a smooth road. A drift, you let the, let your foot or your hands off the steering wheel on a nice smooth road and the car goes straight, but maybe after a hundred yards or so, it just is, you know, you don't really have to hold the wheel or make heavy adjustments. That's a drift. And those are some symptoms of an alignment. Um, uneven tire wear. You're not going to feel that. That's something that somebody's going to show you or tell you about. Like when we bring it into the shop, we're doing your inspection. Oh, the tires are worn out. And that could be uneven wear in the front, on the edges. Could be just lack of rotation. Um, 
It could be lack of rotation. It could be on a front-wheel drive car. And then many rear-wheel drive cars now, too, that have independent suspension. We need to do a four-wheel alignment and align the rear wheels. So on the back tires, you might look and see that the that the tires look dished out or scooped out. I always describe it as like an ice cream scoop on like every other tread. Sometimes if you get down and look at the tires, it almost look like one tread is clean and then one's dirty. And one's clean and one's dirty. And then oftentimes with that, you'll get a rumbling noise. I don't know if you ever drive next to a like a lifted truck or something on the road and the tires are you know, going. That is oftentimes, if you're having that, that's also a tire wear issue, which then indicates you need an alignment. Could be a wheel bearing or something like that. So that's when you get an alignment, when you typically have a symptom. But I would tell you, if you're going to the shop to get an alignment because you have a symptom, chances are there's something else wrong with the car. Unless you clobbered a curb or did something like that, if there's a symptom and it's creating like a pull or something like that, you've probably got something that needs to be checked out. You might have a control arm bushing that's bad. You could have a you know, a number of different things in the front end. A, a strut could come loose. You could have a bad strut mount. Um, all kinds of different things. Worn out tie rod ends. I mean, there's a number of different things, steering components and such, that may be the cause of your symptoms. So just aligning the car doesn't necessarily cure that. Um, a lot of people, so when's the time to get the alignment? Symptom. Some people say I should get an alignment every year, every two years. I don't buy that. I think that just to go get an alignment because someone says you ought to get an alignment, I don't think so. What's the symptom? Do we have tire wear? Yes, no, a little bit. Monitor it. If you went and got brand new tires and then you're going to bring it to me for an alignment or for anybody, make sure you ask the tire installer a discount. Tell me about my tires. You know, we like to read the tires, so to speak. So if we have your car and you're going to, maybe you're going to go get new tires, and maybe it's not a bad idea to bring the car in for the alignment first, because then we can read those tires and help us make sure that we're getting the adjustments right. Let's see what else with the alignment. And then, oh, the other thing I would be, I'm a little bit cynical here, but if you ever go into the dealerships, one down here in Calumbach, huge entryway, big bay doors, and they've got these red plates on the ground. They drive your car over it. Well, that's a sales tool, nothing more. Um, the car drives over it. It gives an indication of what the wheel alignment is, but it doesn't exact. It's not exact unless you actually hook up the instrumentation and, and calibrate it. So if, so if you go to a place and they say, hey, we drove your car over this plate and you need an alignment, you don't need it. 99% of the time. My dad up in Colorado took his truck in. Well, they sucked him in. He didn't, you know, he just didn't realize to say no. The car only had like 12,000 miles on it. They ran it across that thing. Needs an alignment. So I think that's when you raise your red flag. When you don't have any symptom, nothing going on, it's time to start thinking about or, or not to do that alignment. So I can ramble on and on about the alignments. I mean, they're just difficult to get right sometimes. And just because... A lot of the computers now, red and green. Everybody thinks if you put the numbers all in the green, it's a good alignment. Not. You can still have a pole or a tire wear issue when everything's in in the windows that it should be in. So anything you want to talk about, though, 602-277-5827. We've got John and Mesa up and plenty of open lines. If you'd like to text, 411-923. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurtz Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurtz, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. Hi, Greg Ellis, host of the Bunker to Bunker Golf Show. Are you looking for a competitive edge for your game? Check out Shady Rays, the premium polarized sunglasses backed by a lost or broken 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. For golfers, there's the new Green Wolf Shades, the first sunglasses built specifically for golf. Use the promo code B2B and get 30% off at the Carolyn Commons location in Scottsdale. 
this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of h Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, your host, and your KTR car guy. If you're just joining us, we're talking about alignments and when you need an alignment, when you don't need an alignment, maybe, like when you run across those plates, the big old place that sells cars in the service department, and they're telling you you need an alignment, and you have no symptom. Got to ask when you ask questions because and question them hard about that. Uh, what I always wanted to do, I told my dad to do it after he got sucked into buying an alignment after driving across the plates. I wanted him, when he went to pick up the car, go drive it back on the plates again. See if it made a difference. So that would be interesting to do. So if you've done that, maybe it's too late. You got sucked in yesterday and you bought that alignment. I want you to take it back to the dealer and go drive over those plates again. And if that thing doesn't come up saying it's perfect we're going to be talking about a refund so anyway 602-277-5827 it's 602-277-KTAR text at 411-923 i've got a question pending on text about a 2015 ford expedition we'll get to that in a few minutes but first john from mace has been super patient john what is happening with your nissan frontier today you're on, on there john Hi, Matt. Good morning. Pardon? I said good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> my, let me take you off speakerphone. It's probably my problem. Can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you loud and clear. Go for it. Well, it's uh, when I'm driving and I come to a stop sign or even just setting in gear, I get a vibration in the steering wheel that's quite noticeable. Mm-hmm. And then when I put it into neutral it kind of dissipates or goes away mm-hmm. and that's the it's idling about 600 rpms and that's pretty normal um what what happens when you put it in reverse it goes back to vibration goes back to vibration okay mm-hmm. you most likely i'm gonna if i'm again if i'm the betting man at the crafts table i'm putting my quarters or my coins on motor mounts so a lot of times what's happening, we used to you know, feel it more in the front-wheel drive cars. You have more symptomatic mm-hmm. shaking and such than you do in a rear-wheel drive truck. There's two motor mounts. There's a transmission mount. So it's likely that's what it is because when you put it in gear, it puts an extra load on the engine, which is, you know, the motor wants to twist. Anytime you rev it or put it in gear, it wants to rotate. It's rotating internally, and that inertia wants to turn the rest of the engine. So when you put it in gear, it puts pressure on one mount and pulls on the other mount. If you put it in reverse, it's just the opposite. It pushes on the other one and pulls on the other, on the one that was being pushed on earlier. So what you can do, and pay attention when you're driving around, John, when you just go lightly accelerate from a light or maybe backing out of the driveway, put it in gear, if you get a thump or feel a thud or some movement, you've definitely got a, a, a bad motor mount likely. Now, if you're capable or mechanically capable, what we do in the shop a lot of times, we'll put it in drive, have somebody in the car, and then we'll put a floor jack under the engine, piece of wood or under the oil pan, and just lift it up a little bit to get the tension off of those broken mounts and the vibration goes away, then you've definitely got a, a mount problem, John. So that's where I'm that's where I'm putting my money. I would think if it was a misfire problem or anything like that, of course misfires happen a lot of times under load, not at idle, but I, I think you would probably notice that difference or be able to differentiate mm-hmm. that. So would would I just had I had the camber bolts replaced the uh, first of October. Uh-huh. 
Matt seems like one that started doing it. It's been doing it for two, yeah. three months. Yeah, and yeah, and the camber bolts now, so everybody else knows, he's talking about, we talked about alignments earlier in the start of the show. Camber bolts are sometimes something, they're, they're really called eccentrics or adjusting eccentrics. A lot of cars don't come with adjustments built into them, so you've got to buy an aftermarket piece or part that then makes them adjustable. So that's what John had installed there to get his camber correct on the alignment, but certainly don't think it's got anything to do with your symptom now. It's just, you know, the car's not even driving when you're, when you're having the symptom. So, John, get the motor mounts checked out and please let me know what happens and, and, and how the repair turns out for you. Let's see. We got Mary and Mesa. Mary's got a Hyundai Elantra 2013. How can we help you, Mary? Yes. My, um, my steering wheel has a click in it. Mm-hmm. Just when you know, I'm sitting there, anything, it just clicks when I try turning it. Uh, and, but it, it turns okay, just like, and there's the click noise, like you, like, can you almost feel it in the steering wheel a little bit? Like it's coming from down the center of the dash or the, you know, where the wiper switches and stuff are, or does it sound like it's outside the car? No, it's right in the, right in the steering R- right, column. Right in the steering column, yeah. And you know, gosh, there's something on, oh my gosh, if you're a technician out there that works on Hondas, I'm having a... I'm having a moment, but there's a part in the steering columns that we replace a lot, and I just can't remember what it is. Um, oh, my gosh. If you called my shop on Monday, well, you're out in Mesa. Talk with the guy, with uh, H&I Automotive. Maybe give one of those guys a call. But that noise in the steering wheel is not likely to be a safety issue. It is annoying, and sometimes those little noises, quite honestly, are not worth chasing. Uh, sometimes you can't get the parts of a steering column. You have to get a whole new steering column. But I, I'm just in my head. I know there's something that we that we do a fair amount of repairs on with the to cure a clicking noise on a on a uh, Hyundai or a Kia. So, Mary, I'm sure that's oh. what it is. But I don't think you know it's not a suspension problem or anything like that. Like you said, it's in the column there. Um, you could also, you know, I would say, now there's not a floor mat or anything rubbing on any of the linkage. That's all pretty well protected underneath. So it's just something at the shop. We need to hear it. We'd probably check a technical service bolt on that car and see if there's any known issues. And then we have to make a decision on, uh, is it worth it to go chasing it? If it's super annoying. Yes. You know, just, it just depends. You have to do your cost analysis there. But I, I have a feeling that's going to be a fairly simple repair, Mary. So again, check bumper to bumper if you're looking for a shop out there in Mesa. Any of those guys can certainly help you. So let's see. What time is it here? We got lots of time. Lots of time. Open line 602 277 5827. I had a text during the break. 2015 Ford Expedition has four to five drips from the front end. Orange in color and oily. That is coolant. It's our antifreeze. You know, I used to think orange, it's transmission fluid or something like that. Um, but there's all kinds of different colors of coolant now. On that particular Ford, it should be a reddish. It's a, or, Well, we have Ford orange. We have Ford yellow. We have Ford gold. There's three or four different coolants that go in a Ford product. We have two different ones for Audi and Mercedes that are different colors. So, Whoever that is that sent the text, it's very likely that you have a small cooling system leak center of the car. Eh, I'm going to guess maybe a water pump. You could have something very simple as a a loose hose clamp or something. But you're going on eight years old, so it wouldn't be unreasonable to think that there's a repair there. And again, when you go in to get that fixed and they call you and tell it's the water pump or it's the thermostat gasket, remember to ask them when they give the estimate. Is that a complete service of the system? If you're going to replace my water pump on my eight-year-old car and you're already in there, should I spend another hundred bucks and put a thermostat in it? And if we're going to have the water pump that connects to the lower radiator hose or, and then connects to the radiator from the water pump, do you want to install the old part or do you want to put a new part on the car? So make sure you ask those questions when you're when you're getting a service. So let's see here. Fernando in surprise. We're going to... Get you on here. Fernando's got a 2016 Honda CRV. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, yeah, I've, I replaced, I got the check engine light came on. They told me it was an O2 sensor, the downstream or the upstream. I replaced them both. Car's running great. Check the fuses. And the check engine light keeps coming back on, and they keep getting the same code, O2 sensor, um, bad. Okay. But the car's running great. Perfect. I've so, even reset the check engine light. And then it comes back on a short time later. 
Yep. About yep. two drive cycles later, it'll come back on. Yep. So I just want to clarify for everybody, there is no code in any car, any computer that says you have a bad oxygen sensor. Doesn't really? do that. Yeah. So the code may be related to an oxygen sensor. So do you know what the code number was? Uh, no, I don't have the paper in front of me. I did have it before. Was it like a 171 or a 174 or did it like a 200 series number? Did anything like that? Or did it say circuit failure or lean condition or rich condition? Do you remember any of that? No, the, the only ones that came up were for the, the O2 sensor specifically. And the other one was uh, delayed response on uh, on one of the fuses, which which we checked too. Okay. Okay, what I need you to do, because there's no delayed response on a fuse either. A fuse just sits there and oh. lets power pass through it. It's no different than just a piece of wire. It's sitting there. So what you need to do, go get these codes checked again and carefully, I'm telling you, carefully read the code. You're going to have, if it's related to an oxygen sensor, you're going to have either a, a lean or a rich condition which just tell the remember don't kill the messenger the oxygen sensor is just telling you what it's seeing come through the out of the engine and go through the exhaust and then it's also got one mm-hmm. after the catalytic converter that's telling you what's happening after the catalytic converter and that's a monitor just to let you know we want to see the one behind the catalytic converter not reacting the same exact way the one in front of it is so you, again you're going to have either lean or rich code if it's lean or rich you need to go find out why is it over delivering fuel for a rich code or if it's lean do you have a, a a vacuum leak if you've got a code that is a circuit failure you're looking at a component possibly wiring fuse we see a lot of times this year oxygen sensor heater circuits first thing we do is we check the battery these cars today they have lots of electronic accessories they are super, super critical on the battery charge level and, and reserve power. So I would get your battery tested as well. Okay. And again, just read those codes. Read the codes carefully. Sit down and read them two or three times and carefully go through them. I mean, we still have to do that today. We just, as a tech, we got to read. So open line 602-277-5827 and text me during the break, 411-923. Be right back. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty to medium duty and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. Bunker to Bunker invites you to come elevate your golf game in 2024 with the Bunker to Bunker Club membership. You get an official USGA handicap, subscription to the AZ Golf Insider magazine, and invitations to Bunker to Bunker's popular two-person scramble events and rewards promotions throughout the year. Register now and you're automatically entered to win VIP hospitality to the 2024 Waste Management Phoenix Open. For more information, go to BunkerGolf.com. The Bunker to Bunker Club. It's the best value in golf since the mulligan. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. KTAR News, now. Good morning, KTAR News Time is 11.30. I'm Troy Barrett. The price of 
Gas is bouncing up and down around the state and the Valley. Arizona statewide average for a gallon of gas is $3.17. AAA says that is five cents cheaper than last Friday. Phoenix average is three fifteen, which is up 14 cents from a week ago. And if you look hard enough, especially around the West Valley, you can find gas for $2.88 in some areas. SRP's six reservoirs on the Salt and Verde Rivers are collectively at 81% full, which is 4% higher than they were last year. The largest reservoir, which is Roosevelt Lake, is 84% full. Time now to check traffic live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's John Roller. All right. Thank you very much, Troy. Still seeing heavy slowing uh, in the Broadway Curve area. If you are coming westbound on I-10, you're going to be taking off right there at Broadway Road. Uh, the the uh, area is closed due to construction this weekend. That's where I'm seeing the heaviest slowing right now. Also, those earlier crashes in the East Valley, only one remains, and it is off to the right. That's northbound Loop 101, the Price Freeway, right near University. Again, that is all off to the right, but Still seeing some slowing in that area. Also have a crash 32nd Street and Thunderbird and a crash on Bell Road just uh, east of 19th Avenue. John Roller, KTAR News. Thank you so much, John. KTAR weather for the Valley. Lots of sunshine today. Just a few high thin clouds off in the distance uh, from time to time. And it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. 73, your forecast high for this afternoon. Overnight low, right around 52 heading into Sunday morning. So we're looking forward to a very mild Saturday evening. Sunday looks fantastic. 73 for the afternoon high with lots of sunshine. Next week, we'll keep the sunshine around. And those temperatures are going to stay in the mid to upper 70s, close to 80 for a couple of days. And then we're going to cool down and get a chance for some showers in the forecast on Friday. Right now at 63 in Gilbert, weather brought to you by Howard Air. Whether replace or repair, call Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. I'm Jamie West. In remembrance of my friend Don Paw, please don't drink and drive. This is Jim Sharp. If you plan to party, have an after-party plan. Don't take away someone else's dawn. Hello, this is Glenn Hayward, owner and founder of GoodWorks Auto Repair in sunny Tempe, family owned and operated since 2004. Have you ever gone to a repair shop and felt confused, like they were pushing a bunch of repairs on you that you don't understand? At GoodWorks, we perform a digital inspection, which provides photos and easy to understand information so you can make an informed decision. How easy? We categorize the findings into three categories, green for what is good, yellow for services that need to be done soon so that you you can budget for them in the future and orange for services we recommend you do immediately to avoid severe problems or safety issues that could leave you stranded and our work is covered with a five-year 60,000 mile warranty one of the best warranties in the state visit us at goodworksautorepair.com that's goodworksautorepair.com to make your appointment and experience what it means when we say we advise but you decide Hey now, are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location, getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the Valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. Hey guys. Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Bumper to Bumper on Arizona's news station. All righty, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. Here with you every single Saturday at 11, talking about your car, talking about anything you want to talk about. We've got lots of open lines, 602 277 5827 at 602 277 5827. If you'd like to text 411923. And again, remember bumper to bumper radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Bumper to bumper radio.com. <clears throat> We're here on the weekends on Saturday, but any of the guys in the bumper to bumper group can help you with any questions you have. 
Monday through Friday. And one of those guys, a friend of mine, met a couple years ago. Now he's part of the network, Mac. Mac's Complete Auto Care Repair, I-10 and Chandler Boulevard. Great guy. Great guy to get a relationship built up, to get your car serviced, import domestic cars, maintenance, repairs. Nice, medium-sized, small shop, doing great work. Not a bunch of volume cranking cars through there. And the guy is a worker. The American dream came over here uh, from Iraq, and he's doing it. He's doing it. He's he's had a, a successful business, and he's a great guy to take care of your car. So if you're looking for someone down there off Chandler Boulevard, Ahwatukee area, look for Max. Let's see. What do we got going here, Carrie? 602-277-5827. I got to catch up on some things that we talked about in the first half of the show. Um, yeah, we got an answer from Marion Mesa. How about yeah, that? Yeah, Marion Mesa. I hope you're tuning in still, Mary. So, And I love it when... One of my technicians is listening. It's great. So Brandon from Import Car Specialists called in or sent me a text message, and I, I just knew what it was, but I didn't. Go ahead, Carrie. For Brandon, does this count as overtime? <laughs> no, I don't okay. know what it is. I'll, I'll buy him a donut or there a sandwich on a hot dog a good on Monday or something like that. I, I try, yes. We'll have to get him in here some answers, some questions maybe someday. So, <clears throat> Mary, what that is, and he sent me a picture of it. It's called a flexible joint or a flex joint. We sometimes call them a rag joint on an older car. So what that is, much like the drive shaft in your car, you know, it's not always going to be at a straight angle. It has to have some curve to it or to make up for the turning and such. So same thing with your steering column. It's going to go straight down, but it's got to make a pretty significant angle change possibly to get to the steering rack. And there's also U-joints in there. But somewhere on most cars in that column, if it was just fixed U-joint, it'd be too rigid in the steering wheel. You would feel everything. So instead of connecting it with a u-joint or metal it's a rubber bushing that then gets bolted in and it absorbs that and then when that absorbs the vibrations and such and doesn't get the transfer to the steering wheel and when they start to break or come apart deteriorate that's when you get that noise that you're hearing down in the column mary so hopefully you're tuning in still and heard that mary and that's your solution and i don't think it's all that expensive it, it, it it's maybe a 50 dollar part i mean i don't think it'd be 250 dollars any more than two fifty um, to fix that is my is my impression. So lots of open lines six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven. If you're headed out to Barrett Jackson, I want you to call me and tell me what your favorite car is. Which one? Uh, if you had a bidder's pass and you hit the lottery the other day, what are you buying and why? So, Gary uh, from Scottsdale here on line four. Yeah, what's up? Our friend of mine saw a nineteen sixty nine Roadrunner that I want. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite car. Yeah. yeah that, Orange and black. Oh, my that's goodness. That's that flashback to the senior oh, year in high exactly. school, right? Oh, that's exactly the car I had, except it was in red. Oh, my goodness. Let's so, see yeah, here. i that. I, I got the test blew up, and I got to gotta figure out how to navigate that, but I can't do it while we're talking quite yet. A uh, gentleman called in earlier, and he talked about his Honda and checking the codes. And he, and he went to the... I'm assuming he went to the parts store. He might have a code reader himself. But oftentimes, if your check engine light comes on and you go to the parts store, pick your flavor, doesn't matter which one, um, they will read the code, and then they'll give you a printout with possible causes. So what was interesting, he said there was a code for replace the oxygen sensor. There is no such thing. I can't even think of a code that says it tells you what's wrong with the car. It's going to tell you the circuitry or what's happening. And again, those, those sometimes you just need to sit down and read that couple times and think through it. And just because it has an oxygen sensor-related code, it doesn't mean it's the oxygen sensor. You could have a mass airflow sensor issue, which is determining how much fuel is coming into the car. It could be a vacuum leak. You could have a knock sensor setting a code, and it doesn't have a bad knock sensor. Maybe it needs a engine decarbon so there's all kinds of different codes and don't just go start replacing parts and then like in his case i think he might have a heater circuit failure i'm just guessing it's so important on any car nowadays especially especially the new ones if you have start stop technology in your car you cannot screw around with the battery you got to keep good charge level a lot of times we'll have people come in with symptoms of problems on their car we check the codes in the computers, and inevitably, 
the, you know, there's six, seven, eight, ten, twelve modules in cars now that all are talking through fiber optics or through a, a gateway. It's now, it's now more of a network than fiber optics. They've kind of gone to the side with that. But all the codes are voltage codes, loss of power, low voltage detected, something like that. I don't know how many check engine lights we fixed by just replacing the battery. So again, always get the battery checked. Make sure they're checking your battery for any type of electrical problem, check engine light, not running right. And then if you've got the car with the start-stop technology, just replace your auxiliary battery when your main battery goes bad because you have two batteries in the car now. If you your auxiliary goes bad, just replace the other one too, especially if they're the same age. We like to replace them in pairs when, they're, when you have both of those. And I will tell you now, you know, your old style in your father's Oldsmobile, so to speak, the lead acid battery, flooded lead acid battery, you can feel those. It's kind of like turning on the flashlight that's been in the drawer for five years. You know, it's, it used to be bright. Now it's kind of yellow and it's dimming down. You know the battery's weak. Same thing with that. On, a, on an older battery, you can pretty much tell that the thing's going bad. But these newer batteries, the absorbed glass mat batteries and such, they just give up one day. A lot of times there is no symptom sometimes. So if you're riding around, the, you know, heading into this summer and you've got a battery that's three years or older, I will tell you that you're crazy if you don't go get it replaced before it breaks. Because the battery is going to decide to fail when it wants to fail. Not You don't get to choose. So it will choose when you're running late to get to work, running late to get to the soccer match running late to get to gymnastics, or pick your poison, or, God forbid, you're at the gas station in Blythe. 106 degrees somewhere, Yeah, and your battery goes dead. That is no fun. Yeah, no, I think we need to get the guys from AC Delco in here to help explain some of the real technology and stuff in batteries, so they'd be great to come in. So, hey, you guys are starving me out for some phone calls there. I'm feeling lonely here. 602-277-5827. 602-277-5827. Hello, I have a 2018 Jeep Wrangler. I've noticed oil puddling around the oil cooler. Thoughts? Yeah, Pascal. <laughs> that, that is, uh, as you know, well, not as you know, but the oil cooler. A lot of parts in cars are composite now. Plastic, basically. And in this particular Jeep, it's the Pennasar engine that could be in your Mercedes, might be in your Jeep, might be in your Ram pickup. If you got that 3.6 liter and some other variations of it, what happens is that composite oil cooler, which is an oil cooler adapter, is bolted in the center of the engine below the intake manifold, but that's also where the oil filter screws into. So there's coolant running through there. And then there's oil running through it also. It uses the coolant to cool cool the oil. Obviously, they're not mixing, but if there's a heat exchanger in there. Those leak a lot. Um, they just warp for whatever reason. You've got to pull the intake manifold apart off the car, and then you want to replace that. I like still going back and using the original equipment cooler. There are aftermarket companies that make an aluminum one. I don't know. I don't think we've used one. I'm not really sure. So... Um, you could go either way with that one. So thanks for that one. Let's see. 2017 Silverado 2500 HD. Amp meter drops mid-range to low side. 14 volt, 12 volt, random all driving. 12.6 to 13.5 normal. You know, the again, always start with a battery test, battery charging system, electrical test. Make sure connections are good and clean and such. And, and sometimes these gauges are quite honestly just decoration. I mean, you look at a Land Rover. It's got a temperature gauge. It starts off, it's low. As soon as the car warms up, it goes right to medium. And the next time that gauge will ever move again is when it's overheating. It won't go to, you know, 50%, 60%, 70% or anything like that. So, so always, you know, I'm always leery of the gauges. But on an HD, um, I'm assuming it's a diesel. Make sure you've got two good batteries in there and the charging system's working right with good, clean connections. So... Let's see here. We got time for a break. We're in uh, 45 minutes after the hour. So um, text 411923. We've got Dave in Queen Creek. We've got Justin in Queen Creek coming up. Man, we're all the people from the East Valley. So we're going to take a break, be right back, answer some more questions, and go through those text messages. 
Hi, this is Mac, Max Complete Auto Repair in Chandler. Family owned and operated, we've been steering you right with honest, reliable, and trustworthy service since day one. With an AC certified technicians under the hood, your vehicle is in the hands of experts. Plus, our work comes with an unbeatable three years or 50,000 mile warranty. With a commitment to 100% customer satisfaction, we're not just fixing cars, we're building trust. Check us out online at macsautorepairs.com. Towing. You may not need it today, but when you do, you really do. Who do you call? In Arizona, there's one company that stands apart. Professional Towing. Professional Towing has an unwavering dedication to prioritizing customers' needs with transparency, honesty, and integrity. They cover light duty to medium duty and heavy duty transport, guaranteeing top service in all towing categories. Check them out at ProTowingAZ.com or call 480-797-9922 today. Fast, friendly, and reliable. That's Professional Towing. Hi, this is Jamison Hunter. I'm the East Valley Manager for Bulwark Pest Control here in the Valley. As a family-run company, we pride ourselves on taking care of our customers, and with an army of technicians running daily, our fleet vehicles rack up the miles and wear. So about four years ago, we got tired of the constant runaround and lack of follow-up from our previous fleet maintenance relationships. We were contacted by Lee Weatherby and his team at Accurate Automotive. The difference was night and day. They always communicate the status of our vehicles and get us back on the road safely and in a timely manner, which is crucial for our day-to-day operations. They even work seamlessly with our fleet leasing company. They treat us like family and above all else, they are impeccably honest. I now take my personal vehicle there as well. We've never been happier. If you're looking to make a change for the better for your company or your family, go check out Accurate Automotive at accurateautomotive.com today. This run for a minute. I like this song. Good choice, Gary. I'm not good a choice. big fan of Rush, but this is a good song regardless. Yeah, it's yeah. just got a good rhythm, good exactly. tune to it. So, all righty. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio and our little music sampling there. Thanks to Carrie, the producer. So, 602-277-5827. I need to apologize to John that was on hold. Or no, Jeff. Jeff from Mesa with the Nissan Frontier. If you call back, I will take your call right away. And I apologize because I mixed you up with John from Mesa who also had a Nissan Frontier. And I thought he just didn't hang up. So, Jeff, I'm sorry about that. If you want to call in, I will take you right away no matter what. So, we're going to first go with Dave and Queen Queen Creek. And this must be a prank call because he's got an International 4700. And I don't know, that's kind of when I had tow trucks. We had those internationals, I think, with the big Ford V8 in them. Or Jeff, what's, or Dave, what's going on with your uh, international truck? Well, are you using crank as a pun, you know? <laughs> what's that? Anyhow, are you using crank as a pun? Oh, yeah, yeah, crank, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Crank call or prank call. We'll call it a prank. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, um... Yeah, this is a big truck, and my problem is, and question is, you know, uh, trying to find a good repair facility. Um, you know, it's too heavy duty to go to medium duty. You know, the guys, it's got the 7.3 liter mm-hmm. uh, diesel, and so, you know, the comments I always get from medium duty, oh, well, that's a different engine completely, you know, right. from Ford. Uh, then I go to fleet service, and it's not big enough for them to work on. Mm. So. And then I'll give you an example. I just paid like over $2,000 to have the whole cooling system reworked. And then I asked the shopman going, listen, I got a ton of oil leaks. Can you give me an estimate? And every time I take it to a place, then nobody wants to follow up with it. And I'm going, it's not like I don't have the money to pay for it. Right. So if you have somebody that's not afraid to work on a truck that size, uh, that would be great. I, I mean, I just don't have a referral. I will, if you'll send it, go to bumper to bumper go into the contact page, get us an email in there and let me do some, try and do some homework for you next week. We, okay. when I had tow trucks, we used to service them in house and, but and we didn't do big repairs though, but we, you know, mostly we use the international dealership cause it used to be right close to us. I just don't right. know. I mean, there's auto safety house. 
Um, a friend of mine has a shop in the up in the North Valley called North Valley Fleet, but I'm not sure they work on the right. tow trucks. You know what you might want to do just for the heck of it? Next time you see a tow truck running around that's similar to, to yours, maybe call the right. number on the side and talk to the dispatcher or the driver. Say, hey, who services these trucks? Because that's a, you know, that's a 96. It's not a spring chicken by any means. And that could be why maybe some people don't want to work on it. I don't know the condition of anything like that. But like you said, you want to spend right. money. You want to keep it moving. And it's probably making you money. So, um, right. Yeah, um, I wish I had a better answer for you, but I will certainly try to help you find one if you'll send me the send me the email contact. Okay. All right, will do. I'll uh, log on to your uh, website. Thanks Great. again. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate well. it. All righty, we've got Justin in Queen Creek, twenty sixteen Hyundai Tucson. Gosh, wait, it seems like Nissan Frontier today, Hyundai Tucson, and what are the other popular ones? But anyway, Justin Queen Creek, what's happening with your Hyundai? Hi. Hey. Hey. So. Like I said, I've, I've got that the 2016 Tucson, and it keeps falling out of alignment, pulling to the left. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had it aligned multiple times. Um, I've taken it to the dealership. Uh, they had me, before they would even uh, align it, they had me replace the tires, which it, it needed to be done. So sure. the tires got replaced. They did the alignment. Um, within a week, it was out of alignment again. I took it back to them, and um, they said that they didn't change the alignment, but it drove fine after that, but it's fallen out of alignment again. It, it keeps falling out of alignment, and they don't seem to to care or right. take, the, take the time to understand the problem. They say everything's fine. So when you so you have a symptom, the car pulls or does something. There's, there's something that's making you say it's not aligned properly anymore, right? Yeah, it's pulling to the left. And when you say pull, you let go of the steering wheel at 50 miles an hour, and it will change lanes, right? Yes. Okay, so that's a pull, not a drift. Well, I don't know how you could drop it off pulling and then pick it up not pulling, and they didn't do anything to it. Doesn't make any that's sense. That's what they say. Doesn't make I mean, what? <laughs> nothing changed. Nothing, if they didn't do anything to the car, why did it change? It doesn't seem logical at all to me. So, um, first things that you could do, again, before getting alignment, check your tire pressures. Tire pressures have to yep. be set. If you're five, eight pounds lower yep. on one side than the right side, it's going to pull that direction. So, I'm sure you've already gotten past that. I just can't imagine what would be, you know, coming loose or quote, falling out of alignment. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Are your tires starting to wear unevenly or do you have any symptom with your new tires? Um, they're, they're a month old, so I can't quite tell. Um, but the previous tires definitely had the symptoms because this has been going on for quite a while. Wow. Huh. Well, maybe it's time to get away from the dealer. You're in Queen Creek, H&I Automotive out there. Those guys are good. Take it in. Tell them what's happening. And I, I mean, if this was in my shop and we kept having this problem, I just can't imagine we would have this problem anyway, but I would probably go to some of the adjustment bolts and put paint marks on them or somehow scribe them so we could see if something came loose or there's any type of movement in anything. I mean, you've either got to be hitting the curb, which I'm sure you're not doing based on the way you're talking to me, or something's coming loose. I mean, there's it just does not register with me how you can take the car to the dealership in the morning, drop it off, and it's got a pull. It was pulling your whole way there. And then they call you later in the day and say, hey, it's not pulling. There's no problems here. And they didn't do anything to the car. Something doesn't add up there. So I think it's time for a change. You'd be much happier probably at an independent repair shop like H&I Automotive or anybody in Mesa. Maybe that's close by to you. So, man, good luck with that one, Justin. It's frustrating. And if you, you know what might help them, too? Put together a timeline and the mileage of your alignments and any repairs related to the front end and tires, um, and then talk to them about that. And then keep an eye on the tires and make sure they're not starting to look like the other tires. One thing back to the alignment is he said the dealer wouldn't align the car until he put new tires on it. Well, I prob- I think I know why, and I used to be of this frame of mind, but you really don't have to replace the tires before you do an alignment, unless they're the wrong size, or it's got a big bubble in it, or something like that. The reason a lot of people want you to put new tires on before they do an alignment, because if you've got bad tires, they could make the perfect alignment. It is like cherry is all cherry can be, 
but the tires are going to make it pull. So the impression is they didn't do a good job on my alignment. So a lot of times people say, go get the tires put on first. I can go either way, but if there's a problem or a symptom to your alignment, and you're taking tires off, I'd like to see those tires. So again, if you're going to replace tires and then go get an alignment, which is a good idea to get an alignment after getting new tires, take a picture of them, ask the tire professional to read my tire for me. Tell me about my tire wear so I can make sure the shop knows about it. All those little details really, really do help. So Justin, good luck. And again, let me know. I love to hear the follow-up. Send the email to the shop or to the uh contact page at bumper to bumper radio.com where you can find a great shop you can send me a text during the show i don't check these text messages during the week send a check a text during the show and i'll see it hey man this is me from when here's what the deal was and here was the fix love to hear about that so i've got a text message for you here from alex in mesa again it's a mesa day east valley day here today on bumper to bumper radio so alex has a 2021 honda civic 30,000 miles. It's got the CVT. Everybody's like, oh, CVT transmission. They're getting better. They are problematic at times. But he's wondering how often I should change the CVT fluid, if ever. That's a big one, if ever. So first I'll tell you, on a CVT transmission, you've got to use the exact proper factory fill oil. On a Japanese car, I don't need to go to the dealer to buy it. I'll probably go to Napa or one of the other parts stores. I'm going to get Itemitsu or Enios fluids. Those are Japanese original fills in those cars. You've got to, so you, first off, you've got to change it with the right fluid. And then, Alex, read the owner's manual, but this is one of those cases, I don't care what the owner's manual says. I'm cutting that in half or even more. I would do it, you know, if it calls for it at 100, do it, I'd do it at 30. You cannot service the fluid enough in a CVT. You know, it's good insurance. They're expensive when they go out. So maintenance is the key. Maintenance is the key to anything on your car. Maintenance is the key. And then on transmissions, too, so many different flavors of fluid. Every car has a specification that it wants. Sometimes we can get away with a universal fluid, but most often we want to make sure we're putting the exact fluid that the manufacturer calls for. Not just some made-up flavor that kind of covers a little bit of everything for everybody else. Um, you know, what they would like to have. They think universal is good enough everywhere. No, we really want the specific fluid in it. So hopefully that helps you, Alex. Just keep that thing serviced. And uh, should a Honda's going to do a long time. Uh, so we're gonna we're wrapping it up here. I'm headed out to Barrett-Jackson, 2 o'clock. Get the party started. Should be a lot of fun. Hype going. Some expensive cars running around. Running across the auction block today, I will keep my bidder's badge in my pocket because there is no money to pay the bill if I raise that thing. So have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the nice weather. Enjoy the car shows and stuff. If you're out and about, be safe, and we'll see you next Saturday.